See, madness, as you know, is like gravity. All it takes is a little push. <laughs> They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of this. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week, my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Hello. <laughs> Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepiguina. I'm back. <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. Welcome to the show, everybody. We have Hell in a Cell coming up this week. Last week it was one week from Sunday. This week is just a few days. I will also say that with Hell in a Cell coming up, I believe by the time this show is released, we will be at the 20-year anniversary of the first ever Hell in a Cell match. The Undertaker versus the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, my favorite match of all time. Not for the coveted European <laughs> Yeah, that will stay around the waist. The, the Heartbreak, heartbreak Kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, my, and the best part, that promo I love, that vignette leading into that match, I love. The promo before the match is great. And a hidden gem, which a lot of people don't notice is Triple H tries to yes. talk, and the camera, he, he throws like a, you know, and it just cuts him off. Uh-huh. That was before Triple H had any pull. He was still a nobody. That would not happen to Triple H anymore. No. But if you have not seen that little tidbit, <laughs> just go back and watch Bad Blood 97, even if it's just to see that. I'll gladly post it again on the Instagram page. Definitely, so good. Definitely do. Um, so yes, Hell in a Cell. Another thing before we get started. I want to throw a shout-out to John O'Mears. I don't know if that's how you say this guy's name. The man who won an MMA fight with the Walls of Jericho. (laughs) Unbelievable. I I did not think I'd ever see that in my lifetime. The last time I heard anyone getting submitted with a Boston Crab in real life was my dad on my Uncle Don in, like, 1963. (laughs) Probably even before then. My Uncle Don was, like, four, and my dad was, like, ten. And my dad would do uh, wrestling moves on my Uncle Don, and he said... That's good. Yeah, my Uncle Don would always tap out to a Boston Crab. Uh, so shout out to my first shout out to my dad on the map. <laughs> Seattle City, you guys never were tapping each other out with a Boston Crab? I was a straight elbow drop off the top rope sharpshooter guy. I don't think anybody did a Boston Crab. You know what? I don't think anyone was really doing it at the time. It was kind of like out of style. Because Jericho at that time was actually doing the, the uh, Lion's Lion Hammer. The walls of Jericho hadn't really been invented yet. Um but yes, listen to Falls Count Anywhere, The Perfect Edge. Uh, keep your eye out for a new Throwback Madness coming in just about two weeks. What show are we doing, Alo? No worries, 2000. Okay. We have five-star ratings. If you like the show, please. Reviews. Uh, we have our interviews with uh, Leo Rush, with Michael. Michael Elgin, and the third one, Simon Grimm, also known as Simon Gotch. They're all up on our YouTube channel. And I'm going to let Alo move some merch. Yes, if you want to embrace the madness, you could do so at whatamaneuver.com. And if you're tired of the same old wrestling shirts, you can go to colinelbo.com and use promo code MATMADNESS for 10% off your order. Yeah, so that that's, if you want to support the show, like I said, ratings, reviews, buy some Matt Madness t-shirts, buy some Collar and Elbow t-shirts with the Matt Madness promo code. Hell in a Cell. Prep, do you feel like they've done a good job building to this pay-per-view? Or network special, as the Godfather would call it. 
they've done a great job building to the main event, mm-hmm. or what should be the main event in my mm-hmm. eyes. We don't really know if it's going to be the main event. Um, if it was up to laugh, it'd be Jinder and Shinsuke. <laughs> yeah. But um, at main event every show. Every show. <laughs> <laughs> Even Raw pay-per-views. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're just going to have him do everything. The one guy who goes cross-brand. Yep. But um, I think the Shane and Kevin Owens angle has been great. Uh, Owens has shined. Like, I loved on on Tuesday, yesterday... When he comes out and he's saying, I'm the money. And he's like, here comes the money here. <laughs> like, doing that whole entrance from the top was great. I like them brawling in the back. And I, I think they did a good job. I just hope he goes over. I can't see any way that he doesn't. The other thing I loved about him saying, I'm the money, is that he followed that. He referenced it and then followed it up with, what a terrible theme song. <laughs> yeah. Like, he thought enough of it to use it for himself, but then said how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Use it and then dismiss it. Yeah. Eck, are you happy with how they built towards this show? Pretty much exactly what Prep said. I mean, there's matches when you get to, like, the secondary Hell in a Cell match with the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to be entertaining. That's something to look forward to. It didn't really need a build, so I kind of think that's, like, the obsolete um, match to refer to. But aside from what should be the main event, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens, um, I don't really think every, anything has like a good build. A lot of it's kind of almost boring to me at the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon is going to be awesome. That's something which makes this, if you aren't already subscribed to the WWE Network, you should subscribe to watch that match. Yeah, agreed. Alo? The matches that they have on the card, for me, I don't need to be sold on them to build it because the matches speak for themselves. We have the New Danny Usos. Those they have those the, their three prior matches to go off of Charlotte and Natty. You don't need a selling point for that, and the rest of their card is just really there. And they've done a good job with KO and Shane, and we'll get the gender and <laughs> and what um, do we have to? I, do we have to get to that? That's your choice. And is that, that required that, that we get to that? Oh, just for predictions. It's in okay. my opinion. <laughs> and believe it or not, that's not my what is this of the week. <laughs> so no, it's not. It's not so, but I I think we could just. I'd assume that'll be a different it. title. No, it won't. Yeah, we might as well then just start right off with the uh, what we think will be the main event should be the main event. Hell in a Cell Falls Count Anywhere match. And can, can, let's add how how good of an added bonus that was. I mean, Prep mentioned I enjoy them going all over the stadium, and mm-hmm. that that definitely was uh, an enjoyable thing to see on a Tuesday night. But that's something that's really got me looking forward to this. Uh, once in a while, they add a stipulation like that, and it really flops. I mean, you get your hopes up. I, I know my hopes are lifted high after we got to see them brawl through yeah. the crowd, also go through a chain going power bomb through a uh, merchandise table. I'm really hoping they play this right. I mean, that really had an attitude era feel. I know that's kind of like a sour statement to use because it's always you know referred to from that. But I mean, it really had that hardcore division era where you know pinfalls anywhere. And I'm looking forward to that. They they really can they really can go all out with this match. Yeah, both guys have a history of putting their bodies on the line in matches. Like we've seen Owens take some of the worst bumps since he got to the main roster. He might have even taken a couple. I don't remember the uh, the ladder match specifically if he did any really horrible bumps in NXT at Takeover Brooklyn. Do you remember? Owens. He yeah. he had a, a good uh, I think a. a pretty rough bump towards the end. I don't think it was as bad as the suplex he took that mania onto the ladder from uh, Zane. 
That oh, was yeah, the bad. Exploder. Yeah. He had a bad one against Dean at the Rumble two years ago. Uh, he's had he's taken some pretty rough bumps. Yeah. So I, between these two guys, I think we'll probably see something pretty crazy. Special. I mean, I, I think I was pretty critical about No Mercy, but it was one of those things I kind of think in retrospect I should have been a, a little more favorable towards it. Even if you look just at the tag the tag team championship match, you know, in retrospect to how good that was, that should have favored uh, you know a higher rating for me. But I look at it. This, this show can really be pretty lackluster top to bottom. If this is the main event, which necessarily it, it agreeing with laugh, the WWE Championship should close mm-hmm. out the show, uh, and especially at a <clears throat> lower pay-per-view such as Hell in the Cell, it should. But if this, this match, if this match ends the ends the show, and if it is everything you can want and more, I mean that'll make this night uh, the show a showstopper on its own. Yeah, kind of like the first Hell in the Cell paper yeah. or the first Bad, the Bad <laughs> yeah. Blood '97. Exactly. Hey, love. Do you think there's any chance they made this a Falls Count anywhere because they know that the tag team Hell in a Cell match will be almost impossible to live up to? Yeah, possibly, but I don't expect them to actually live up to it. I expect it to be more, <clears throat> more in and out, more outside of the ring. So that that, that kind of adds to their matches because the tag tag title match is going to be more from an in ring based match. So having Falls Count anywhere gives it more of a unpredictability factor because mm-hmm. they're basically telling you they're going to go outside and go go basically a little bit all over the place because if they don't if they if they if they weren't going to go that way then they, should, they shouldn't have said that <clears throat> and i do like the false count anywhere element because you kind of like can't expect anything but they did they did do a good job building this match it's the only, the only good ma- match they've done with a good build with but i'm really excited for the match and i'm kind of interested to see where kevin Owens is going to go after this because this is like a big deal for him to be working with Vince and Shane. To me, this this tells me that they are, for at least the foreseeable future, like he's their top priority. Like they wouldn't have put him in this spot if he wasn't their top, their top priority for like the next three to four months. Like, I'm really excited for Hell in a Cell, but what I'm <clears throat> looking forward to the most is the program afterwards. Because if what everybody is thinking is really going to happen and this all leads to Triple H at Mania, I'm really excited to see the promos, like, because Kevin Owens is just going to say, like, dude, I'm the monster you created. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is kind of your fault. Or he can go the route of, I'll do whatever it takes to, you know, the the normal Kevin Owens story. Like, I'm just here to feed my family and I don't care who I have to go yeah, to. Yeah, you don't think it. he'll be the Kingslayer? I sure hope <laughs> He's not going to burn it down? Burn it down! He'll have a nice shirt out of it. He will. I, I'm very much looking forward to this match as well. Obviously, as anyone who watches this show every week he is he could be. He could do a DX parody against them and bring in uh, the Bucks. That'd be funny, too. Could you imagine it? I mean, they'll never bring in the Young Bucks, but... I don't know. Do you think Cody could come in and deliver the Independence Day speech, which I finally just saw? <laughs> I, I, I think Owens would bring them in unbeknownst to them. Could you imagine that? It would be amazing. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first with a prediction? Owens. I will. Owens. Owens? Owens. Yeah, Owens. I think it's obvious. I can't imagine that they put Shane's face, because it's on the poster, right? Mm-hmm. They have him going, oh, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. I could see the only way is, let's say if it is going in that Triple H direction and they're not waiting to Mania, if Triple H is to come out and save him and 
put him over Owens. But, I mean, that would be the only way. Obviously, he's not going to do it without help. You don't think they'll do a 20th anniversary Kane coming out? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be Isaac. <laughs> uh, we mentioned the WWE Championship match, Shinsuke Nakamura and Jinder Mahal. <sighs> Nakamura did a uh, second grade Sticks and Stones May Break My Bones interview with Renee Young. First time Sticks and Stones May Break My Bones was used in a promo since I said it to David Thomas in second grade. (laughs) (laughs) When he called me ugly, and obviously I'm a perfect 20, I'm not ugly. Um, I, I don't really have much to say about this. I was one of the pro gender people. Before they ever did it, I thought, oh, it's something different. It'll get people pissed off. I enjoy that. And they just have not really done anything with it to make it all that worthwhile to me. Especially not this long. I don't know. I I have not enjoyed almost anything Nakamura's done in months. Have not enjoyed really anything that that, uh, Jinder has done. Alo, is there any, any reason to be happy about any of this? No, because even if Nakamura does win, I'm ready. I'll be ready for him to drop the title right after that. Because <laughs> you want to see Nakamura the transitional champ, <laughs> yeah? Because we always, as wrestling fans, we always get excited when we hear about these independent guys come over or these New Japan guys come over, and then we're excited when we get to NXT. But remember, NXT is the wrestling show, and WWE is a sports entertainment show. Mm-hmm. So the whole different aspect of it. So. Just because you were good in New Japan and NXT doesn't mean it's going to train like the WWE because you have to do a whole, you have a whole you have to have a whole other skill set. So right. let, so for now on, unless you have like the whole package, I'm not going to get excited. And Nakamura, they've like really like deferred him to being just an entrance. Yeah. And it's really sad. Seems like most people that go to SmackDown, that's what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked Dolph didn't do his entrance, but they relegate him to being just an entrance, and it's ridiculous and. We all we all said that he hasn't had a great match on the on the SmackDown roster other than the match with Cena, but you have to kind of blame it to that whole WWE style and his his charisma is he's more of a one liner guy and Jinder's had to lead this feud the entire time and Jinder, me and you were pro for this and I gave it a chance like I didn't, I didn't hate it I didn't like it I didn't care. Because it's just, it's just to me, it's just I understand. It's, I love wrestling. The Lloyd family supported Mahal. <laughs> no relation. But, but, Still, <laughs> that we know of. Never. No longer just. Never. It's back but, to no relation. But I was, I was just in the middle because I, I understand it. It's, just, it's a television show at the same time, and WWE is a company. They're going to do what's best for them and not and f the fans because that's what all businesses do. But this is just bad. It's not good, and I. There hasn't really even been a memorable moment that Jinder has done. The, me- the most memorable moments of him have been the Singh brothers in the Magic Carpet. That's it. And uh, Kali. Yes. Like those are the most memorable things that have happened yeah, on this title. Yeah, it's nothing that run. he actually did. Yeah, I don't know. Prep, how do you feel about it? <sighs> that good. So, I was pro Jinder. Like, I wanted him to be champion. I wanted them to run with it because we always talk about what's new or what's different is always good usually like it's always good to have something new but they give this guy a horrible script um he the can't same script he, almost the every same week. script every week he can't cut a promo still there's not much 
they can't rehab this guy. Like, I already know when he drops the title, we're probably never going to see him again in that picture. We'll get the rehab later. So he's just back to hard body Mahal. He's just back to hard body Mahal. (laughs) Send him to uh, chill with Rusev. (laughs) With handsome Rusev. Handsome Rusev. (laughs) Don't demote Rusev like that. Yeah, Eck was the one guy that I know was anti this from the very start. He sold the belt the same night. I mean, do you? (laughs) Do you? After Battleground, I I wanted to give it a try. Yeah, like they gave me no reason to. Yeah, you started to not change your mind, but you started to at least buy into the idea of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And how long was it before you were completely back out of it again? About a week and a half. Okay, so not long. No. Well, and then, I mean, it's not like I was, you know, I was smart for not investing too much time and giving it hope. I mean, it's fast-forward content. You know, me and you talk about it all the time where, you know, you, we're usually watching SmackDown late. And there are certain segments when, you know, or, or with Raw. I mean, you've been saying for months, if you see Enzo Amore on the TV, <laughs> that's time to fast-forward. I don't care if Jinder Mahal has the WWE Championship. He's we'll on TV. That. That's, that's, that's the opportunity to fast-forward. Yeah, it, I even longer than a couple months, whenever Enzo would get in his singles match. <laughs> a year and a half ago, I was fast-forwarding, because I was like, I have no desire. Since Jinder Mahal has returned fast-forwarding content, it <laughs> doesn't matter which brand. Raw, SmackDown, I'm fast-forwarding. <laughs> Predictions? Unless anyone else has anything they want to add Nakamura, about please. Alo? <sighs> Jinder. Prep? I agree, Jinder. I think Jinder, too. And honestly, it's it's telling that I'm not I'm not excited at the prospect of Nakamura winning it. Like the I, the idea of him walking out of there Sunday the champ, I'm not necessarily yeah. excited about. It's not that. earned. You don't have a reason to want him to win it, except Jinder's just back. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I mean, to to what Aaron said a couple like five minutes ago, I like the idea of I don't care. Jinder could lose or Nakamura could lose the title right away. He could lose. His, I don't care. Really, who on Tuesday? <laughs> or you know, someone that deserves. I don't want him to, you know, have a rematch clause and Jinder get it right back. That's not what I'm getting at. But I, I don't care if he lost it to some someone else. Yeah. So we got four for Owens, and we got three out of four for Jinder. U.S. Remember champion. me next week when uh, Nakamura <laughs> is running around with the title. I will. Uh, Corbin challenging AJ Styles for the United States Championship. We've been saying for a couple months that that's the real championship on SmackDown, but even that now doesn't has not felt that important in recent Mm-mm. weeks. Nope. Ever since Owens left that that picture, after watching on Tuesday night, I almost forgot this was a thing. Because especially since Corbin's the number one contender supposedly, and he lost. I'm waiting for this to become a triple threat match. Yeah, it loses to Ty Dillinger. AJ wasn't even in attendance; he was just on the screen. I don't know. Is, was anybody else? Were you left flat? By the way, the the close to the build of the U.S. Championship match came. WWE is so lucky that the Owens feud has been carrying the show because I could care less about both titles. Yeah, they, like well. I'll give it to the tag division. Like, I'm excited for that. But, like, people that I should care for, Nakamura, Jinder. You should care AJ for AJ Styles. <laughs> people like should Nakamura and AJ like Styles, like, that I should be really excited for, I'm just not. Like, right. I Baron, care less people, about You match. should care about Baron, right? No. Oh, right. The inspirational Baron Corbin. <laughs> what up, Sean? Yeah, so you're, you're down on this whole thing, too. Yeah, I, it's just one of those things. I... 
we've been saying for over a year, the thing they put Cena over with the show is his U.S. Open challenge. And it's not just that. Not only matches were good, you thought there was a chance the title could change. You wanted the title to change. I don't buy that the title is going to change. There, there's no Corbin does need it, but it's not smart to put it on him. So I don't see the title changing. I'm going to give my prediction early. I see AJ winning. I mean, it was silly enough last year they let him lose to Ellsworth on more than one occasion. He doesn't need to lose to Corbin. The most the, entertaining man in sports entertainment? <laughs> the man who put the E in WWE? James Ellsworth should be the one to end AJ Styles' U.S. title reign. Don't, that makes more sense. Don't even tease me with that. <laughs> because you know I'd be the number one. I'd be leading the cheers for that. Can you still wear the collar? I would buy the WWE.com <laughs> Ellsworth dog collar. They have that. I No, I'm saying if, if they thing. did, I will buy it. Alo, what are your thoughts on the U.S. championship picture? It's there. Um, <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Well, you're invested. The that. <laughs> you're invested. Yeah, I, I, I have. There's nothing here to really sink your teeth into because it, Baron Corbin, he's fought Ty Dillinger for like the last two to three weeks, and Dillinger hasn't even really played a big role except getting the victory on SmackDown this past week, but. Will he end up have, playing a part in the match? Because he's been in the in part of this whole bill, but he's not at the match on Sunday. So you kind of got to keep that in the back of your mind at the same time. But AJ being on the screen, I still think he needs to make an appearance. But they keep saying they're saving for dark matches to make people say for 205 Live. But I have no interest in this at all. I don't I don't think this feud's even been good. It's not, not, nothing to really care about either with this. But I do see AJ retaining and... Hopefully, losing the dropping the title to dropping the U.S. title to somebody who else who actually needs it. So you just touched on Ronnie versus the world. So before we get to predictions, how many how many weeks have I been saying that I want to see them use the U.S. Open Challenge as like a showcase match for AJ Styles and just someone every week? At least six. At least. At least seven. And he's wrestling. <laughs> he's wrestling less and less as the weeks go by. And then I read this thing today that says the reason why he's not wrestling on SmackDown is they're saving him for the dark match after 205 Live to keep people in the stands. So you're telling me you have a guy who's arguably the best wrestler in the world, the best wrestler in the company, holding one of your titles. You say he's doing this U.S. Open Challenge, and then you keep him off of the TV show that you want people to watch every week. So people will tune into the network and watch a show that nobody's really watching anyway. And clearly, he's not keeping fans in the seats. You're asking people to stay for an extra hour just to see AJ Styles. You're wasting a guy that should be on one of your two main shows just to keep people in the stands for another show. Like, isn't that what Enzo, Enzo Amore is supposed to be for? Isn't he supposed to be the draw? Isn't he supposed to be the money? Isn't he the, isn't he the certified G? Isn't he the bona fide stud? Rumor has it. Yeah, well, well, he's he's not. I, I'm I'm really I was really pissed when I read that today. So, whatever whoever's idea that was, should be fired. And this should, this should be taken back immediately, because why would you not put a guy? How much are they asking of us as fans? And it's like tune in on Monday, then tune in again on Tuesday. And if you watch NXT, tune in again on Wednesday. Oh. Also watch an extra hour on Tuesday for 205 Live. And we have a pay-per-view every other week. 
they're they're asking so much of us as fans, and then you don't want to give us like the one guy that a lot of people are really tuning in to see. Unless that, you're one of the few people in attendance. Yeah, it's stupid. And it's obviously not a lot of people. We're not even talking about the people that stay for 205 Live. SmackDown's not even drawing a house for themselves. Yeah, the, so the big hashtag that obviously had an effect on the company was give Divas a chance. I think we should start a hashtag like get AJ back on SmackDown. It's too long of a hashtag. How about give the U.S. title a chance? Okay, how about that? Give the U.S. Open Challenge maybe, a chance. Maybe it's going to be give AJ a chance. I, all I know is he should be on SmackDown. If I'm spending two hours of my time every week watching that show, I, that's everything I have to say about that. Anyone else have any thoughts on? It? Is anybody else pissed off? I, about I it? agree. I agree 100. percent But I'm gonna go more towards the the point of the open challenge. I think if they're gonna talk about that, AJ's gonna talk about an open challenge. I, I love AJ. He's without a doubt one of the top two, if not the number one. Valentina's favorite wrestler right now? <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura is her favorite, right? They're, they're both up there. <laughs> Male wrestlers, they're, they're one and two for her. But um, if they're going to talk about a U.S. Open challenge, they, they should do it. And, I mean, they had the title just as a hot potato. If they're going to bring it up, and especially while he's still reigning as champ, do it all the time. I mean, Cena, when he would have a number one contender, even if it was like, all right, he's going to face Owens in two, three weeks, he went out there every week in between and defended the title. Yeah. So if Baron Corbin was the number one contender for, you know, six, seven days away from the pay-per-view, Jer- uh, AJ could have still came out there and defended the title against Aiden English or anyone. Yeah. It's, it's just a waste of opportunity and a reason to get people to tune in. Yeah. Alo, anything? I don't care. <laughs> you just don't even care. It's, it's not. And then at the same time, the, the whole U.S. Open Challenge thing, that was, that was a, a supposedly weekly thing. AJ's only done, I think, three. And one, and one of them was a 45-second match. Yeah. Prep, your thoughts? That 45-second match was great. <laughs> <laughs> I know you loved it. But um, the best 45-second match you've ever seen, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best 45-second match any of you guys have ever seen. <laughs> it, it is. I can't remember who it was against. That, that's how weak this whole thing has been. Listen... Let Sunday come and let's see what they do after it. And then if it doesn't get any better, then we can complain. Yeah, I'm still going to complain about AJ not wrestling on SmackDown, though. Yeah, well, that's going to change. But predictions, prep. AJ. The phenomenal Uno. (laughs) AJ. AJ has to be. Um, Charlotte challenging. Would you guys be upset if Corbin wants? I mean, I don't think I'd be upset. Because for the record. I'm not even invested enough to get upset about it, hey. unfortunately. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm, <clears throat> I'm picking Baron Corbin because I want AJ to get his WWE Championship back. <laughs> That's it. I like no. that. No. Laughs. WWE <laughs> Championship back. <laughs> uh, Charlotte challenging Natalia for the Women's Championship. Uh, we had Carmella and Natty against Charlotte and Becky. Uh, we we saw Charlotte tapping to, or tap, tapping to the sharpshooter. Are we going to get a title change, and are we going to get a cash-in? We are going to get a title change, and it will be a cash-in. So you say yes to both. Yes. I think Charlotte loses by some nefarious mean, and then Carmella cashes in. Or Natty. On Natty. Okay. Eck, what do you think? I think Charlotte's not going to win it this weekend. If she does win it, the cash-in happens. So if I'm wrong, 
cash in. <laughs> Halo? No title change. So no title change and no, no cash in. Nothing. No. Are you happy with how they brought Charlotte back and put her back in the title picture? Do you feel like they've done enough? Yeah. To they, get her back there? Yeah, because um, they're basically building off of Rick's sabbatical, basically being out for a few weeks or whatever in the hospital. So they're actually going off of that and they're actually giving Charlotte the spotlight because for weeks we were, we always kept saying, where's Charlotte? And you even said, all, all is right in the world when Charlotte made her yeah. return. Because that's where she's belonged. We've been saying, where is Charlotte? Even they built the SummerSlam because Rick went out um, a few weeks before SummerSlam. He was like, Charlotte is desperately missing. She really was in women's division. So, it, it's, like I said, I don't need... A sell, any, anybody to sell me a bill between a Charlotte and Natty match because every time these two women actually go for, go at it in a meaningful match, the matches are fantastic. So I don't have to act quote unquote be sold on a bill to get excited for a Charlotte versus Natty match. Right. Prep, you happy with the way they brought Charlotte back into the title fold? I am happy. I am excited to see the match. Like Alo said, you don't really need to see too much with those girls because we know that they're going to put on a great match. I think it bums me out that Becky's not in the picture, but just like Raw, I think that they're going to wait to have that Becky and Charlotte match. So, Yeah, how long are they, are we going to be eight months from now calling the, calling like the, the Sasha heel the turn? Sasha is, heel turn, <laughs> yeah. going to be SmackDown's version of that? Probably. Where I'll be 65 saying, I think they're going to turn... Because they're, they're not going to want to do the same thing on both shows. True. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. Eck, I know you're. I know you're a big fan of Charlotte. I'm a big fan, uh, and I think she's actually doing pretty good with the uh, the whole babyface thing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where when she came over to SmackDown, everyone was like, "Yeah, what, what is she doing as a babyface? She's so much better as a heel." I think she's going to, you know, in retrospect to her father, he he was terrible as a babyface. He was such a good heel. I think she's already doing it's maybe premature to say but I think she has the potential to go down as a much better baby face than he ever did she's obviously phenomenal as a heel um, I and you know obviously the match should be entertaining the two of them have had countless matches against each other right uh, it will be a good performance and she doesn't need to earn necessarily uh, you know she has the accolades she's back Put her again in the woman's title picture. That's where she belongs. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm wondering which direction they're going to go. Uh, it didn't need much of a build. So I, I don't know. I could see them dragging it out. And especially, you know, they haven't announced if it's going to be on the network yet. But with the Starcade pay-per-view and supposedly they're going to uh, – or live event. When is that supposed to be? Next month, I think. November or something. November? Okay, so it's soon. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, the rumored matches Natty versus Charlotte in, in a cage for the title. So I could see her winning it there. I mean, that would kind of be the appropriate praise uh, for her to win, win a women's title, especially her first SmackDown women's title. There's no chance. I mean, they've announced it's not on the network. I'm assuming there's no chance they change their mind on that. Well, well they never said it's not going to be. I mean, they never said... Well, I mean, they never went one way or the other. Okay, I, I swore I read that somewhere, but maybe I didn't. I, mean, I never, really want to see that. So it's, it's never been explicitly said no. whether it is or it isn't. No. I want to see the club versus the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> I want to know if we're going to get another Hurricane Rana. Oh, my God, I hope so. That was unbelievable. Well, it's not going to matter if we don't see it. So WWE, <laughs> we need to see Starcade. 
True. BG. So, Alo, you predicted Natty. Mm-hmm. Eck, you predicted Natty, you predicted Charlotte, and then a cash-in. Uh, I'm predicting Natty because I see the title change against Starcade. I mean, e- even if it's one of those live events that we don't see, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of the things WWE.com is buzzing. Title change. You know, it happened with the U.S. title, happened yeah. prior with the NXT title. Women's title, I could, I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm predicting uh, Natty retains. Prep also? Uh, Natty retains and then Carmella cashes in. I'm going to predict... I'm just going to go out on a limb and predict Charlotte to win. Like I said, she's one of those people that it's like when she's the champ, all is right in the world. A lot of things seem to be feeling wrong on SmackDown. So I'm just going to go with that as the safe pick. What's up, Ayla? Is Little Nation going to be the ref? <laughs> I, uh, that'd be great. If, she yeah. was begging the <laughs> Little Nation. I hope so. I'm on record as I hope so. Uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Roode destroyed Mike Kanellis, who is now completely worthless, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Good song. He doesn't even get an entrance on TV no. anymore. Uh, one of three entrances are inspected. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Roode crushed him. Ziggler came out whining as he has been. Does the stupid drum and noisemaker. That was awful. Entry. Yeah, it was bad. He knew it was bad, too. Uh, Bobby Roode ultimately shows him what an entrance is supposed to look like. And now they had, they just have a match. Alo, does anyone have anything they want to add about this? Stop with this face crap. Is there anything worth talking about? Stop with this face crap. Eck. No, I got nothing to say. Prep. I hope the Maria match is I, I backed up. Ruined Mike Canellis. Yeah, she did. With getting pregnant because the gimmick doesn't matter now. No. What's it, the point of the theme song if she's not there? The theme. That's song, why he's wearing a coat with her like on the it. The tights. It's yeah, he's it's a shame. Yeah. But the whole like old school school dance. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like I'm not gonna get to see that. I know. For, for at, at least, least a year. Yeah. It's gonna be a while. Gazing in each other's eyes. Yeah, it'll be missed. Uh, so we might as well go right into prediction. I think it's pretty obvious which way everyone's going. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so sad. I, I I can't wait for him to leave. I really can't. I feel bad for the guy. It's time. It's so bad. I'm sorry. I'm already tired of Bobby Roode. Are you? Re- is it, is oh it Bobby Roode or is it the way he's being the presented? Crime. Yeah, he's that whole like the build up was cool like at first, but it's just overkill now. Yeah, to me, I agree. Are we all in agreement, Bobby Roode? I hope. Can't imagine anyone's not. I think Bobby Roode's gonna win. I won't be mad if Ziggler wins. Oh, but yeah. what? Why can't they just show Shades of Grey like they did in his opening promo? Like when he debuted. He's like, oh, I'd like to thank SmackDown for breaking the bank. Like, that's obviously like a heel yeah. thing to say. Like, Everything why can't I they do is big it? box office, all that stuff. Yeah. Sounds like somebody that claims. I think it's, I think it's because he got cheered. And <laughs> they don't know, they don't realize that that's not what he is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he got cheered, so let's have him go out there and be a babyface. Well, Vince thinks he's Hunter. <laughs> yeah, he's not that. Just a little shorter. Yeah. Uh, all right, so everybody thinks Bobby Roode. Last thing, Randy Orton and Rusev. You all know I have nothing to say about Randy. I'm going to predict Rusev just because that's what I want. I don't really think it's going to happen, but that's my prediction. Any other thoughts? 
around the table about Rusev and Randy. I need a Rusev and Aiden English tag team. <laughs> yes! Because <laughs> thank you, thank you, Eck, for Aiden English gets better every week. Yeah, they're, they're a good pair. Yeah. I need Rusev to answer a real U.S. Open challenge. Now, that'd be nice, too. And Randy did put over Aiden English on the uh, Did he really? What did he say about podcast. him? He said that he liked working with him, and, you know, that's what he's there for, to kind of, like, work with. Hmm. Alo, anything on this? <sighs> Randall. <laughs> Rusev. No, it's Rusev. You think so? Yeah. Are you, like, confident about that? I am or pretty is... confident about that. See, I'm not. I'm pretty confident that he is not going to win, unfortunately. But, like I said, that's what I want. I'm going to be bitterly disappointed if he doesn't win. So I'm picking Rusev, and I'd rather be I'd rather be right and happy at the same time. So, any last thoughts for Hell in a Cell? Or SmackDown? SmackDown's, um, gotten, SmackDown's gotten so Prep's, bad. Prep's favorite tag team, the Hype Bros, are in the kickoff match. Oh, wow. I don't know who they face. Gable Shelton and Gable. It's a shame for Gable. I mean, I, I'm still anti-kickoff uh, show, so I won't watch it. What well, about I'm Shelton? Anti- it is a shame so. for him, too. But Shelton's had a career. Gable's is just starting. True, true. So, Raw. Wait, hold on, because yes. they need to take Zach out of there because he's, <laughs> he's pulling Mojo down. Just Zach. Just he's, he's ruining Mojo's career. He's ruining Mojo's <laughs> career. What a star that kid could be. <laughs> the young upstart. Yeah, Gronk's friend. Yeah. He did win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. He did. Thanks to Gronk. <laughs> yeah, don't anyone forget that. It's really skyrocketed a lot of guys. If anybody likes Zack Ryder, though, all his merch is on sale, as it should be. <laughs> as it should always be. So, Donovan, we know you like sales. Go get all the Zack Ryder merch. <laughs> Do, do we think he will? Yes. If they have the 3X, yes. You So you think he will end up with Zack Ryder merch? Yes. Or just Zack merch? Hype bros. <laughs> the yellow shirt, I can see it. Uh, Monday Night Raw. It was decent. Biggest story, obviously, of the night. Well, the two, I guess, kind of coming together. Roman Reigns with an Intercontinental Championship match, the one title he, that has eluded him. And the tease of a Shield reunion. This is the closest we've gotten to it. It's been teased with Ambrose and Seth, but not with Roman. First thing I want to say about this is when Roman came out, when they came out of the crowd, awesome touch. Yes. Goat. Yeah, it was awesome. When Roman took out the Miz Taraj, Goat. <laughs> the Miz's facial expressions were priceless. And then he was like cowering when Roman got into the ring, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I thought the match was a lot of fun. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro caused the DQ. The three of them beat the hell out of Roman. He takes all three of their finishers. They hit the triple power bomb. They do the shield fist bump. Alo, how did you, you you thought all of this was great? I'll let them take that first. Okay, who wants to go first then? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I, I'm I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I did the big turnaround since my unsanctioned, and uh, 
Roman Reigns, because I, I see him for what he is now, just kind of like how all of us kind of see John Cena now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I get it. Roman, they think he's this. I'm just going to enjoy what he does well. And then if he does something bad, I'll, I'll say it. But right. the last couple weeks have been pretty good. Like him and The Miz. Well, if you can't work with The Miz, like, then you got an issue. Roman's working really well with them. It's obvious that they knew that they couldn't draw with, like, the Miz Taraj. Right. So, like, <laughs> they, they fixed right. that well. Yeah, they're like, all right, Roman, you can take them out, and then we'll just add... Since Cesaro broke his teeth, how awesome is he? Yeah. Like, he has this different demeanor about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great shirt. <laughs> I, I need that. <laughs> I ordered us four already. My man. So, yeah, the mouth guard. Yeah, the mouth, the mouth guard is such a good board. touch. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me think of that character for, from Kurt Angle. <laughs> the wrestling like, machine. Mid-2000s, machine. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I like it, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Are and, we going to talk uh, about that last segment later, or are we going to cover that now? We can get right into it. Okay, so... That segment, all it needed was Mike Kanellis' theme song. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that was it. That is not where I thought that was going to go at all. I've been thinking about that all week <laughs> since Monday. Yeah, it was great. I mean, they could have I mean, used Paige and Xavier's camera and been a little old school with the camera. But... Del Rio's camera? Del Rio's camera. <laughs> um, According to Troy. Yeah. Dean shows up first. Seth comes in, they kind of all look at each other, the tag champs walk away and leave Roman to himself. So are we definitely getting this for TLC? Uh, we're getting this Monday. No we're getting this doubt. next week. Yeah. Yeah. You think uh, they come out together next week, or well, do they no, wait to the pay-per-view? I, I don't know. I, 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 get, I hope they save it for the pay-per-view. I mean, to, to, to address the, the whole segment, I mean, it was one of those things you're looking forward to from the beginning of the show. Um, I was wondering... When Rollins had his match with Braun, I was wondering where Ambrose was. And then when Rollins was getting, uh, I'm sorry, when Reigns was getting beat down um, in his IC title match after a DQ, I expected Ambrose and Rollins to come running down. They didn't. And then. I Miz, thought that too. Wasn't that better though that they didn't? You know, oh, it was perfect. Well, it made not sense just from that. The not just that. They did it so well. I mean, it was just like post Mania where we had the. Um, cruiserweight division segment and then it cut i know me i'm not sitting there watching it i wasn't expecting them to go there they go to the backstage not one word and i mean almost better than the postmania promo not one word and that hit home to anyone yeah i thought they handled it i mean it, beautifully it, if you hated the shield or you hate all three of those i mean that really rubbed you the wrong way and if you love those guys or you love the one of those guys you're, you're excited for that people yeah. that don't like roman we can all bash WWE. They're doing the right thing to get him over. This is what it is. They are, yeah. If you don't like Roman, you might be cheering him in three weeks. Might be cheering him on Monday. Yeah. Uh, Alo, go ahead. I know you're waiting. This was excellent. This <laughs> this was so well done. Like, like 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 when you start this whole segment, the Miz going to the crowd, goat. I, I text prep, goat. So perfect. <laughs> so good. And we also said that. I know you said last week that why the Miztourage losing they're going to be involved in this match with the Shield, but they cleared that up this week big time. And I was also thinking, saying how how they're going to get Ambrose and Rollins to get to team with Roman, and they did a good job of get getting into that by having Cesaro and Sheamus come down and tag Rollins after his match with Braun Strowman. So that gives them a reason to have even more heat with the um, with Cesaro yeah. right there. And at the same time. 
Roman destroying the Miseraj is also great because it's, at the same time, re replacing the Miseraj with Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus, it, Cesaro and Sheamus are, more, are validated because they're, they've been in the thing with Rollins and Ambrose for months, and they are the former tag team Sheamus because we said last week when they lost, it was like, okay, you're supposed to face these guys and then face the Shield, but you losing on Raw. So they did a great job with that, and then just the part of Cesaro and Sheamus interfering in the match and getting involved in the Miz going up the ramp and coming back down again and with the shield pose it was such a nice touch and also we have Miz TV next week and another thing that I like really like about this which makes it like really really over the top for me and I hope they touch on this on Miz TV next week is the Miz talked about so much how he's been overlooked and yeah. he's arguably the most entertaining thing on Raw arguably Arguably best. <laughs> Bad argument, but good. whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to say. He is arguably the most entertaining thing on Raw, and you'll argue that the grass isn't green. So, <laughs> well, then when the seasons change, we can get to that. But, uh, <laughs> he's arguably the most entertaining thing on Raw, and with Cesaro and Sheamus, they've been talking about nostalgia for months since the Hardys came back at WrestleMania. And they dealt with the Hardys, and now they have to deal with Rollins and Ambrose, their their whole reunion with the Shield, um, and, go, and teaming with Roman to become the Shield. So that's also a nostalgia. And whether you like it or not, that that Cesaro and Sheamus against Rollins and Ambrose has been beat down to the ground. But the aspect of it of with the Miz being overlooked and being the arguably the, the best entertainer on Raw, Cesaro and Sheamus are arguably the best wrestlers from an in-ring perspective on Raw. So both of those qualities and those characters and, and the tag team of Sir John and Sheamus and The Miz, it meshes both together because they have valid points on why they're being overlooked. <clears throat> Not just that. The other the other good aspect to <clears throat> or getting that pair of three together with uh, Sheamus Cesaro going to help The Miz, you know, Reigns did have that little bit of the backstage segment talking about he knows his boys are seeking revenge. Yeah. So, you know, he did a, drop their names. So they came out there. You know, this could be just one thing. You know, you're speaking on my name here. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm coming to prevent you from winning a championship. Right. So it wasn't just out of the blue. And that little touch, that little detail in the back before the match, I think, really added a nice little, nice little piece to this. Yeah. Yeah. And with Cesaro and Sheamus in a match now, it validates that now that now all the titles could be legitimately on the line if these if these two if these two teams go at it in a TLC match, yeah. which is, which I am fine with because I'm. That whole the team hell no versus the team hell no and Ryback versus the Shield that was the match of the year in 2012. Right, and I have no doubt that if this match just happened in a TLC form, that this will be the match of the year. Match of the year, calling it. In WWE, not NXT. I'll separate that because <laughs> NXT's just, killed it this year. <laughs> but in WWE form, yes. Not just that, but also something like that. Not common to like tag titles and the Intercontinental in one match. That's really exciting. And also, the thing that's going to make the three guys in the Shield look strong here, at the end of the day, it, it should turn out to be almost like a handicap match. It's still going to be the Miz Taraj and the Bar versus the Shield. Right, like it, those it's other gonna, two it, guys will still have some and I think something to say about it. We're going to get that teased this week with Miz, Miz TV. Miz is going to be out there with the Miz Taraj. He's going to have the Bar, and then we're going to see the return of the Shield. Prep, do you think we get like a legit run with the Shield? Do you think Roman rolls into Mania with a title shot as a member of the Shield or no? I think after this match, they go back to what Roman said. Dean and Seth are doing their own thing. 
I'm on my way to the title. Like, we have this common interest right now. We'll take care of that. But then it's back to business. You know? So you don't think it will be the shield? No. Either, either you think we'll get that or no? Not that far down the line. Now, I was thinking maybe until Survivor Series, well, after Survivor Series, but that's a little too far because I, I kind of think that you don't want to kind of like give too much of the whole Shield reunion thing because it was the perfect time to actually bring together the Shield because Dean Ambrose, he was at a low point, probably the lowest point in his career, but with just being with Rollins, brought him back up. Yeah. And j- just, to, just the emphasis of putting him with Rollins. And the fans, they've seen them come around on Roman as well because he's not as jarring as, as Michael Cole always calls all the time. <laughs> As he was, he's actually yeah. the fans are starting to come around. Even people on Instagram and friends we have who do who don't like Roman, they've actually come around on him. Like, oh, okay, I like what they're doing with him because it took them so long to find the niche their niche with him, but they finally actually found it, and he could actually validate. Well, being with the show can actually validate him and not actually get him some cheap pops as it would a year or so ago. Yeah, I I credit us. <laughs> I feel like we were early in the curve of turning around on Roman. Like, seeing that Roman was actually good and giving him credit and kind of, like, rooting on his journey. I honestly feel like we should just be the official podcast of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Rebranded Al? Yeah. I don't hate that idea. <laughs> yeah, because we never hated Roman Reigns on this show. It was just, they changed so they changed what they did with him so many times and nothing fit him. But this, since WrestleMania, this has fit him perfectly. I'd be shocked if they... Kept them together till Mania, but I'll tell you what, it's basically an insurance policy. If you don't want them to crap all over a main event match of him versus Brock Lesnar and him winning the world title, which would be shoved down fans, you know, throats, you know, the fans like us, everyone affiliated with Matt Madness who do like him, the kids, the women, they're they're gonna cheer for that. There's gonna be a bunch of people in that stadium pissed and hating it. But if he goes out there... As I'm dressed as Roman Reigns. <laughs> whether he goes out there and, you know, they, they tag is in a six-man tag the week before, or if they're just shaking hands, the three of them, before the match, that's gonna that's just going to help the case of that match. Yeah. And um, I, if they're not together, I do think they could go back to that well a few times prior pr- um, after this. But my thing is, I can't wait... For the heel, for the Dean Ambrose heel turn, <laughs> because it's coming. It, it, it has to be Dean. It can't be Seth Cameron. It has to be Dean, because going back to the whole. It's gonna happen the same night Sasha turns right. She's gonna turn her Bailey. <laughs> Not before then. Okay. But it, you know that Bobby Roode's gonna turn that week, right? <laughs> Bobby Roode's turning soon. Don't okay. Worry. <laughs> but yeah, Dean's ha- doing soon too. It has to. It has to come. It has to. Pretty soon. Pretty and, soon. And I'm not sure if it'll happen. This match, I think it's a little bit too early. But when could happen the next match. Hill turn comes, it also sets up that you could do that shield triple threat again that actually left so much left to be desired last year at Battleground. Yeah, but I guess the good thing is we're all pretty unanimous. We're all completely on board with this. We're all excited for it. We're all looking forward to seeing where it goes. Women's division, a little bit of a shake-up this week. We have Mickey James earning a title shot at TLC. She is kind of getting clowned by Alexa, Emma, and Foxy. Somehow it ends up with her in a match with Nia Jax. Had her own locker room. Yeah, her own locker room with Nia in there. Um, They're friends again. They are friends again for some reason. That was annoying. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. That I don't get. I don't see why they did that. Lexa or was, Lexa was looking good. Yeah, Mickey was looking Mickey great. Was looking <laughs> good. great. Oh my god. Was not afraid to be in a match with Nia. She was in a position to possibly get the win. I like that Graves like really hammered that home. Like we were about to get an upset. Um, Kurt Angle awards her the title shot. Can I just say I don't like that they're calling her the savvy vet. There's only one savvy vet in the Raw Women's Division, and that is Alicia Fox. Well, who did make an appearance? Who did? Yes, several. Yes. yes. Well, whoever's producing Raw is watching the show. Right, listen to the show. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because they're using the savvy vet yes. moniker. Yes. Yeah. Nobody has said that more than this show. <laughs> We've been saying that for almost a year. Yeah, it's been a while. At least a year. Because since Survivor Series last year. Yeah, it's been a long Almost time. A yes. Is that right. the first time you it, used it was the build, uh-huh. it was a build to Survivor Series. Um, I don't know why. I thought that was around Mania 32 when they had that, like, 10 women's pre-show kickoff. No, it was Survivor Series for the um, elimination tag. Yeah, because they were trying to act like she was, like, really a part of the, <laughs> the whole thing. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. I'm looking forward to seeing Mickey against Alexa at TLC. Uh, do you think we'll get a stipulation for this match or no? No. Just a straight mm-hmm. title match. Um, why was Charlie dressed like uh, Colonel Sanders last uh, on Monday? No clue. I found that odd. She was wearing the weird black tie. I was waiting for Dolph Ziggler to come out and super <laughs> kick somebody. Or, or Shawn Michael. Oh, that is Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah same, same thing. There's no difference. Same guy. You looking forward to Mickey and Alexa? I am. Um, where do they go after that? Well, I think Asuka, she's not going to wrestle at TLC now. I just think that after Alexa beats Mickey, she shows Asuka up. shows up. I think she beats either Emma or uh, Alicia Fox. Asuka does? Yeah. So you think they you think she has a debut a match on TLC again? I think so. Yeah, did you guys both say last week that you thought she was going to come right in and win the title? I did, yeah. Did you think that too, Eck, or did I you guess. just want that to happen? I, I said she'd come right down. Do I you think still her think first, that's going to happen? Her first match could be for it. Do you still think that's what they're going to do or no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with her. I mean, they're doing they, a good they, job. They've done nothing to change my mind in the last week. Yeah, I, they're doing a good job of hyping. hyping her coming into it. So I'm happy about that. You're, Eck, you're excited to see Alexa get a title shot? Mickey, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Mickey, you're right. No Does anybody think Mickey has a chance to win? I no. think she should because she's had matches. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a long shot that has happened. But, I mean, you know, she's had her title opportunities and she's came up short. Uh, I think due to her accolades, it's something she deserves, whether it's a one-off or not. But What is she, a five-time? Six. Six. Six-time women's champion. I only know that because she was going down the ramp saying, lucky number seven. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Um Sasha and Bailey had a tag match against Emma and the real savvy vet, Alicia Fox. They got a win. I still don't know where we're going with any of that. I don't know either, but I know when it happens, it's going to be good. You're here for it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just waiting. Yeah, well, we've been waiting, and I think we're still going to be waiting for a little while. I think Troy will have his driver's license before it happens. (laughs) Can I just reiterate that Emma is underrated? She is. So we all know that, yeah. Yeah, she's good. It's a shame that they, they can't find enough to do with enough of those women. Well, at least she's on TV and still has a thing going. Yeah. And you know, like she had Ray. a match. It wasn't just in the uh, backstage segments. Right, not just in the backstage tweeting. 
mm-hmm. or hashtagging. Um, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt ongoing. <laughs> Finn Balor called out Bray. Bray did this promo just yelling <laughs> I thought, I at you guys. To me. She never lied to me. She never lied to me. She would never lie to me. I don't know what that's about. I thought this was going to be your Ronnie versus the world. No. You know why? Because I'm just kind of baffled by it a bit. It's terrible. Uh, and at the very least, I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Because Sister Abigail is alive and she wants to meet you. I'm like, okay. Is it Paige or is it just Bray and paint? I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, there was, a, there was an effect where his face changed as he was laughing. You heard a woman's voice laughing along with him. So, yeah, I'm not excited about this. I don't think that this is necessarily good, but I'm at least like, oh, what the hell are they going to do? Because we've been, I, I was talking about Sister Abigail like all last summer. And I thought we were going to see her in the, somewhere in that whole Orton feud that was at the end of last summer, the beginning of last fall. And I think Orton ended up getting hurt at that point, right? No, Orton. Or, mm. What happened? Because I feel like they had a match that got canceled. Or did Bray get hurt? Oh, Orton was hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. He couldn't wrestle that night. So, I was... And then I was thinking maybe we'd see her in that whole WrestleMania feud that they had. We didn't see it then. And then I kind of figured, well, all right, that's it's never going to happen. So, if nothing else, I'm like, all right, well, I'm at least curious to see what the hell this is going to be. So, you think it's garbage, Prep? Yeah, this is awful. Basura! <laughs> Eck, you, you have any interest... I'm not going to lie, it actually caught my interest. Really? Um, yeah, whether it be, I'm not going to get into their speculation two different ways, whether it's going to be Bray or if it's going to be a, a woman in developmental. Uh, I'm looking for, I really, I hope it's not Bray, and I hope they do something good with this. <laughs> what, yeah, what if it's just Bray coming out dressed as a woman? That'll be, oh my gosh, I hated this. I hated this from the first moment Bray had a match with him. And then he had nine more matches with them, and I hated it more and more and more. And they give it a little bit of hope this past Monday, and that'll just... So it garnered a little I, more investment from you. If anything, this is going to bury Finn along with him, if it turns <laughs> out to be something like that. So there's coattails to this story that could bring down someone other than Bray with it. Yeah, I don't know. Alo, I'm, I'm assuming you hate it. What is this? <laughs> this, this? This is basically a last act of desperation to revive a character that died two and a half years ago. Like when he debuted, he came on. He came in on such a high as his cult leader, and to look what he's become three years later is so bad. It, he had every key to basically succeed. Well, like in the world of sports entertainment. In WWE land, the WWE landscape, the characters matter, and he has the character, like especially the way he delivers the promo, not what he says, but the way he delivers. He's got a unique voice. Yeah. He's got a unique way of talking. Yeah. He's, he's so different from everybody yeah, and, else. Yeah. Like he repeats himself the same thing, and it's just basically the same verbiage over right. and over again. He just changes. He just uses a bigger word. Like we don't know what he's talking yeah. about. But <laughs> he. This is bad. It's, I get it. My vocab's good. It's so like. <laughs> It's so it's it's long overdue, and and the thing is, are you gonna put them, put this versus the demon? Like what? And then, but you what, already you, what, did that because you have to say you have, you have to know that Bray's gonna win this match. Well, they can't keep doing man versus man. <laughs> they gotta save those for special occasions. Yeah, man versus sister now. But it's 
you gonna, what are you gonna do? You gonna fend me the demon now? Because basically it's like, okay, I'm facing. I don't know if they're from Bray Wyatt, so I gotta be the demon. So we gonna have the demon versus Bray Wyatt, Sister Abigail. And no matter what, if it's Bray as an alter ego, Sister Abigail, to match Finn's demon, or if it's or it's a woman, because Paige is cleared, or, cleared or whatever, and you could pay, basically play it off as, oh, it's the spirit of Sister Abigail, or whatever. <laughs> but it it it's 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 too late. It's done. It's it's a de- it's a dead character. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I I'm not expecting it to be good or groundbreaking. I'm just curious like, at this point. Like like the the, the whole Sandman effects were great. I mean, Scarecrow effects mm-hmm. were great. But like, what what is this? It's too late. It's funny. So my last note about this, and I held off on it because you did say you had a what is this. My last note is what is this? Okay. So I, I held off on it, just in case it was it was it was yours. So luckily, I held off on that one. Uh, Enzo in the main event again. You enjoyed? No, I. What? Um, were you bummed that he didn't have a match? No, I. Like I said, I get what they're doing, and I applaud them for trying it. But I just he's he's not entertaining to me. He's not enjoyable to me. And I'm thinking like they're overplaying their hand at this point. Like, to me, I feel like th- this whole I'm in the main event thing, it's not like he, as a performer, has earned the main event. It's literally just them trying to tell us he has brought this to the main event. He does not deserve to be the main event. So, I just don't care about it. Prep, tell me why you do like it, though, and why I should. So, I'm sitting watching Raw... Gets to the main event, and I've been pretty sour on Enzo for months now. Mm-hmm. Like, at least two or three. Right. I'm sitting, listening to this promo he's cutting, and he's just like, looking at the clock, I'm like, yo, it's been ten minutes, but it doesn't feel like it. This dude cut the promo of his life. <laughs> like, and... Every, he's so witty and everything he says is so good. And then he just chops down the whole division. The rough part is the division, while they're getting chopped down, they're laughing about it. Like, that's how good he is. Or, or the mic. Yeah, like, like I'm not going to say this guy's a great wrestler. But if, no, he can, if he can carry, like, 15, 20 minutes by himself, like, of course they're going to run with him. I guess that's where the debate is for me, because his whole shtick has been so tired to me for a while and I felt every second of that 10 or 15 minutes. I was sitting here like, oh my god, Like, it, is it 11.25? Like, that's how I felt when I was watching it. Oh man, I thought it was great. I, And I've hated this Enzo stuff, mm-hmm. but like... So you didn't like it last week? I did like it oh, last okay. week, but I wasn't on the show to say right, it. Right, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, these, these last two weeks I've kind of like come around on it. Like, I don't expect this guy to be a great worker. I just want him to go out there and talk. And then whoever beats him is going to get the huge rub. It's not going to be Kalisto, that's for sure. No, it is not. X, so give me your thoughts. So I'm going to go, I guess, in backwards order with this since uh, <laughs> Prep, Prep mentioned the uh, Kalisto. You're going to be Quentin Tarantino and reverse engineer the whole thing? <laughs> not like that. <laughs> um, no, with the whole Kalisto thing, they... They kind of reeled me in where I was getting excited. I was getting hype. I mean, he kept mentioning how all of you, you know, you're not going to get a, a chance at my title. Angle's music came, and I was like, someone's going someone's gonna to return here. 
Uh, the idea of Kaliso came through my head. The idea of Sinkara came through my head. I kind of hoped a little too big out of the the. And that's not what I was hoping for. Sinkara is not two oh five. I don't know. I, th- I thought they rumored him to be part of the division at one point. He was a part of yeah. the division for uh, yeah, a little bit. He was before, that dude's like at least two. 16. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, I hope for something Oddly more. specific number. I, 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 I knew I knew someone was going to be debuting for the division. I thought it was going to be something a little better than the Kalisto. Who did you no, have no, in no, mind? Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I, I, that's not what I was thinking. I that wish. incredible. <laughs> they could have did someone from NXT. I, I could have seen someone returning from the past. I, I don't know. I don't want to say no one specific. I, my, my mind went all over the place. I hate Kalisto in in the shorts. I, he, he needs to go back to the tights. He he looks awful. He looks like a fool. <laughs> he looks awful. I mean, even he, he's, he's great. He's great in the ring, but he, he looks so silly. Even Enzo should be. tonto. <laughs> you you watch Lucha Underground. He looks like a low-budget version of, like, Lucha Underground character. He, he does. He does. He, he, he looks like a low-budget Phoenix. He, he looks like a poor man's Phoenix. Well, I was thinking Drago. I think that, <laughs> I was thinking Drago too. that mask is awful. It's True. nowhere near what Drago wears. Alo, your thoughts? I like the promo because, like, like Prep said, the, and you said it also about how long the promo was, it, but it's just the fact that the promo was good, but it's just the fact that we we've got so sour on Enzo that our bias ma- makes us not care, but the promo was actually really good, especially him running down each member of the Cruiserweight division. Like I actually popped for a few, some of the things he actually did say, and it was a kind of a follow up to last week as well. And like the way when Cardinal came out, I thought it was a nice touch that everybody came down to the ring this time, and Cardinal came out and said, "Okay, those guys can't touch you, but this guy can." And it was such, it was the most flat thing in the world. Like you could see the crowd get excited, like something's going to happen. And it was so flat. It was like, oh, it's just Kalisto. Was it like Rey Mysterio coming out in 2014 as entrant number <laughs> yes, 30? That's what it was. I'll Rey be honest. Bryan. Rey Mysterio is who I thought it was. Really? Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm bringing Mysterio back. This, this, like, is, oh so, my God, this, this is someone that Enzo deserves is. a main event. This is how good Enzo is. He got Rey Mysterio back in yeah, it, 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 It's just like. We, it's like it was the most flat thing, and the crowd was just like they were so bummed out. It was just Kalisto, and nothing really happened. He just hit a Salida del Sol. That 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 was it. And he adds another element to that division because he, since he's a luchador, he's he'll be they'll probably let him be the high flyer that you want to see at the cruiserweight division. But other than that, it's still flat, and he just he's just basically gonna come around and do lucha things on him and stuff. <laughs> but it's not. It's not what we want out that division. No. Still. The WWE, I think they look at with Kaliso is something like Neville where they can they can boost off his accolades. He came out, it's a former United States champion. It's what? like, you should know who this guy is. And, and, I mean, aside from that, the, the one thing I forgot to mention, the good thing coming out of this, they didn't really fully do it with Neville, but there's the chance that we're seeing a double turn here. I mean, Neville could be full-blown babyface in a few weeks, and Enzo's clearly going to be fully heel. Oh, yeah. Well, Enzo's definitely going to be fully healed. Yeah, I mean, you know, he shot at not just the whole division, but he did go a little bit at the crowd. So that yeah. was. Speaking of Enzo, what the hell is he wearing? But um, back to Kalisto. The kids love Kalisto too. He looks like he's from Delaware. The way he dresses him. <laughs> he really does. I'm not from Delaware, by the way. Best line when he told Drew Gulak, "It's a good thing you're wearing that suit." 
Go back behind the commentator table with Corey Graves. <laughs> yes, yes, that was that was. That was so it. that was the one moment that I did appreciate because it was like, okay, this real thing that happened. He just brought it in there. I don't know if they told him to do it. I don't know if he did it on his own. I think he does that. But all. that I appreciated. I feel like he's the one guy that gets like free reign. Like one of the guys. He, he I would think he's the one with the shortest tenure that ha- that gets free reigns. Yeah, I mean, even at the performance center, and I tell this story all the time when we were sitting in on their promo class, they brought up everyone one by one, and we mostly were seeing the talent that mostly we hadn't seen on TV yet. There were a couple that we did. Like, we saw Alexa cut a promo, and then Bailey wasn't supposed to be in the class. They had her cut a promo back. Uh, What's his name? Riddick Moss? Yeah. Yeah. He cut a promo on... um, uh, what's his name now? The soccer yeah, player. Sally's tag partner. The soccer player that left. Hugo uh, Knox. Hugo Knox. He cut a... Yeah, who I interviewed afterwards, but he cut a promo on Hugo Knox. They brought Hugo Knox, who wasn't in the class, up to cut a, a promo back on him. But... My favorite guy was the thinking man. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he appreciates that. Yeah. Um, the last person... The last people they brought up was Enzo and Cass. And they basically said... Do what you want to do for as long as you want to do it. Did they run shtick or? It was just them cutting promos on every tag team on the main roster. Um, and they did it, I want to say, like a good eight, nine minutes of them just going after everybody. And I was like, this is awesome. How good was Cass? Good. Like, Cass, Honestly, I do think Cass is good. I think that last little bit of stuff they had him do was not good. But that run when Enzo got hurt after he got his concussion against the Vaude Villains, we were all like... On the big cast train, like we were all. His in ring was good, and it was they didn't give him the mic much, which was the smart thing. But when they did give him the mic, he was good. I can't recall anything. Um, yeah, but they do give him free reign. Like they definitely believe in him for that purpose. I'm just not. I'm just not in love with it. I'm kind of tired of it, and it's not doing anything for me. Hopefully, it helps that show. Hopefully, it ultimately helps those guys because they deserve it. I just don't know what they're going to do. And I feel like they're going to... I feel like they oftentimes feel like, oh, we found something. We found something. And then they just strangle it. And I feel like that's ultimately what they're going to do with this. Yeah, Vince fight. <laughs> yeah. Because Enzo was good like at the battleground last year. That's Enzo's last day of being actually good and that we actually care. Yeah. Does this become, like, is this going to be the formula for his title reign? Where it's like, okay, while I'm champion, these guys can't touch me. So, like, Kalisto will fail, and Angle will say, oh, I got this other guy. I got this other guy. Like, what do you think? If I don't necessarily think that's what they're going to do, but I'd be into that if they did. Because if it was me, 205 Live isn't drawing. So what I would do is take, like, four to six of those guys, make them tag teams, and then replenish the division with people who might move the needle. You know, like, yeah. just to switch it up because, yeah, Enzo, but Enzo's still not going to do the ratings right now. And I'm not necessarily blaming him. It is football season. But, like, they need something different. Like, God, I really wish it was Johnny Gargano now. Thanks to Eric. God. <laughs> <laughs> now even, you're never going to stop thinking now, about even that. Even though nobody really knew who he was, just hearing new music, it's like, okay, who's this guy? But I would have loved that. Yeah. 
No, yeah, and he has that, like... He would have put her in a great match, or at least a great, you know, one move, as opposed to <laughs> not knocking the Selena Del Sol. It's just... he's, that, he's that guy you could actually, like, really get behind. Yeah, he's and, that baby. He's, like, that purebred baby yeah, face, mm-hmm. like... like that White Dan- meat. Yeah. Yeah, he, like that, he has that, um... That Daniel that Bryan, Sami Zayn thing. Yeah. He's got uh, that fuego. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Gallows and Anderson got a win over Matt Hardy and Jason Jordan. Elias got a win over Titus. Anybody have any other thoughts on Raw? Poor Matt Hardy. Poor Titus, man. He always comes out. He says he's gonna be. A I breeze. love yeah. nothing. I, I love how Booker T was shooting on him because he said he got fat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's something that we didn't bring up. Booker was so like, obviously, Michael Cole wasn't there. Raw floored a lot better. Which uh, I know Pash loved. Loved what? That Michael Cole wasn't there. Yes. I text I text Aaron immediately. I was like, <laughs> "No, Michael Cole." Yeah, Raw felt completely different without Michael Cole. Yeah. So, Booker T was great. He didn't talk much, and I don't know if it's because he doesn't work with Tom Phillips too much. It's probably part of it. The not things that he said were so good. Yeah. I love Booker on commentary. I always have. There was one line that Corey Graves went a little too far. <laughs> what did he say? I don't remember. When Enzo came out, say it looked like a ski instructor. Oh yeah. And then you say maybe he'll find that Sonny Bono. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? As soon as you said that, I was like, there was something he said that I was like, my eyebrows raised. I was like, yeah. Like, granted, that was like in the '90s, so it's it's been a while. But yeah, I was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if you should have said that, that about a, a guy rough. who died in his skiing accident. But I did love Booker T. Yeah, he was awesome. Dog. He's always um, he's always good. Yeah, do we have any listener questions this week? Yes, we got one. We have, we have one from Well, first we didn't even pick this match. New Day Usos. No, we know. didn't? No. Oh, wow. We did talk. Do we even talk about it? No. Well, let's do that now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess we necessarily didn't get into it. No. No, no. we did not. Well, good. We saved the best for last. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the question comes from the godson of the Batman podcast. Nice. Joey Lafferty Jr. Okay. Will any members of the New Day get hurt in this match? I will answer prediction. that first. Um, everyone gets hurt in hell in the cell. <laughs> you're never, the cell. you're Heck never the, the same. Earmuffs, Joey's heck in the cell. Yeah, prep. Do any members of the New Day get injured in heck in the cell? <laughs> I don't know, cause aren't they all injured except Biggie? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. I guess, I mean, Biggie might do something stupid like try to spear through the cage. Um, I hope they don't get hurt. Uh, Uso might get hurt, but I don't think a, a New Day member will get hurt. Yeah, Young Joseph, godson of the Matt Madness podcast. Young Joseph. I am here to ease your fears. I assure you. Everyone will be all right. The New Day will come out of this, as good old JR would say. Back and better than ever. They are going to be just fine. They're going to walk out of there with those blue and silver titles. And they're going to come in there intact the way they came in. Alo, what do you think? Young Joseph, I assure you the the new day will be just fine. (laughs) And I think they'll retain the tag team titles. And I I talked about how the Shield TLC match could possibly be a real... Match of the year contender in WWE, not NXT, but this Hell in a Cell match with the Usos and the New Day, I think will also push that push that as well because the three matches they have have been fantastic. 
I think they'll actually get the time and the hell the hell in the cell element is is deserved for this match. So I'm picking the new day. I'm I'm not sure where you guys are going with that. Yeah, I, I said they're gonna walk out of there with those titles. I I'm think gonna, the new day wins. I'm gonna go with the new day. I I won't be mad if Deuces win because I like what they were doing with the title, but I don't want them to win. And we see and all the matches have been great, but I don't. And this can end. I don't I don't need to see a rematch go and go back and forth. So. I'd like to see the New Day retain. Well, whether you like it or not, it's not, it's not our childhood or, or the, the new generation era, but tag right. team wrestling is back. It is. Whether you like it or not. Oh, I, I love tag team wrestling. Yeah. No, it's, I'm saying it's back because we said we've had a whole resurgence and we had these great matches that we're actually talking about and have been the matches that's yeah, the best matches on all these cards. Big E said it in their promo. Yeah. Like, every one of these too. matches we've had, has been the best match of the night, and everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling true. you, and I feel like they said that, like, in reality, like, mm-hmm. this is how I feel. I know I'm working hard. You oh, know, the demo, they, they know all five me. of them are out there yeah. killing it. Yeah, and it really was. Like I said, the pre-show match at SummerSlam was on the main card. That been a match of the night, and the Raw Tag Title match at SummerSlam was the match of the night. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Prep, who's your prediction? I got to go with the Usos. That's who I want to win. Okay. In Fashion Files. Yeah. Uh, is that is that officially on there, or we do yeah. we not know? No, they said they moved it from SmackDown to Hell in the Cell. Okay, so the last thing that I'll ask is, what is the match of the night at Hell in a Cell? Usos New Day. Eck, it's gonna be the tag title match. Prep. It, it, in a, let me change that. In ring aspect wise, that'll be it. I mean, there can be something that Shane and Owens do. That so you think someone could steal the show, but from a match show, perspective? show can be stolen in a different aspect. But yeah. in the in-ring you know, aspect, it's going to be the tag titles match. Prep, your thoughts on that? Bums me out because as much as I want it to be Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, but I think the Usos and the New Day, like I said, they, they're taking it personal. Like Yeah. And I think they're going to open the show. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I think they open. The cell opens and closes. Yeah. It bookends the show. I wouldn't be shocked about that. Yeah, like I said, I really think that they made the main event a false count anywhere. Hell in a Cell match because they know they'll have so much to live up to. So for that reason alone, yes, I am also going with the tag Hell in a Cell match being the match of the night. Uh, so, Young Joe, thank you for the question. Um as we were starting to record this show, the Sixers were winding down their first preseason game. I don't believe that Cleveland has had theirs yet. I do know that LeBron turned his ankle in practice, and he's listed his day-to-day. So, LeBron, we got the throne ready. I'll have an ottoman for you to put that foot up. If you want to come and do unsanctioned, the throne is open. So, LeBron, come to Philly. We're waiting for you. Like I said, we'll make it nice and comfortable. While you're sitting out day to day, Alo's got something he needs to say. So LeBron, you have a, a new teammate who's very into the world of fashion and very trendy. One of the people I look to for fashion. And since he's just arri- arriving in Cleveland, he may not know this yet, but show him the newest trend <laughs> and have him embrace the madness at whatamaneuver.com and grab his Matt Madness T-shirt. And if he's tired of his same old blazers and button-ups <laughs> and with his chest chest hair all out. Go to colinnoah.com and use promo code Matt Madness for 10% off his order. What new player are you talking about? Jay Crowder? Dwayne Wade. Oh, I forgot he was, <laughs> he was on, on uh, Cleveland. All right, yeah. Halo, I like that. I could see Dwayne Wade wearing a, a Matt Madness hoodie mm-hmm. with his Beats headphones in walking down the tunnel. Yep. 
got one for Gabby too. All right, there you go. So, anything anybody else needs to say before we get out of here? All right, so listen to Falls Count Anywhere. Listen to The Perfect Edge. Oh, wait, actually, I do. Yes. Like, last week, uh-huh. uh, Russ asked a great question. Okay. In aspect to uh, what WCW um, event gimmick match they should be bringing back. If the rumor mill is correct, and <laughs> if official NXT mill. is going to be using war games, let's just remind all of our faithful listeners here at Matt Madness. Um, I stated last week that the match they should be bringing back is the War Games match. So, uh, Brian James, um, Paul Levesque, you guys are welcome. Well, Brian, yeah. <laughs> well, Brian Gerard James refers us to Paul. Yeah. And Paul pulled the trigger. I agree. Well, thanks. Do we to do we think Paul is listening yet? I hope so. He might be. I don't know if he is yet. Uh, but with that being said, listen to Falls Count Anywhere, The Perfect Edge. Keep an eye out for Throwback Madness. Um, I am actually going to release a new Unsanctioned, I believe, on Monday. Uh, five-star ratings if you like the show. Leave your reviews on iTunes. As we said, our three interviews with Leo Rush, Michael Elgin, and Simon Grimmer on our YouTube channel. Uh, Alo already mentioned our merch. So, for Ek2Fly, Eric Trambicki, for Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Iguina, for Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, sometimes known as the voice that runs the place, I am Ron Pashery. We will see you next week. Hop up the top rope, by the land with the elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all.